ready. Set. Welcome to Ready Set Gamecast, a bi-weekly podcast about video games and switcheroos. I'm Aaron, and I'm joined by exactly who you'd expect, Darian. It's me. Hi, I'm Darian. <laughs> and nothing to see here because it's Matt. I think this show just got 30% better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hi, everyone. How are you doing? Fantastic. Good. Did you write the intro yourself? No. <laughs> I did not write the intro, but it'll be good. So before we get into what you've been playing, just a reminder for the listeners out there that there are awesome chapter markers and that if they get bored with whatever we're talking about, they can always skip and move on to the next chapter. That seems unlikely, though. <laughs> but yeah, they have the option if they want it. <laughs> So, what you've been playing, I just wanted to come in and talk about my experience with Ring Fit Adventure. If you remember, like, back from... I remember. January or February, I think, was when I came on here to talk about, like, my first impressions with it. Well, now, I have finished it. Well, finished the main story. I got credits. So, you've got the full review ready for us. (laughs) Kind of, I guess. I guess my experience with it. But so Ring Fit is, well, it's just a fitness game <laughs> out on the Nintendo Switch because, you know, Nintendo's got to do their fitness game. And you basically just go like to these different worlds and do these different cities or stages in each of the world to progress and they progressively get harder and harder as you go along. And it in the main the main story, there is actually a story to it too, is that you get this magical ring, his or her. You can actually pick if it's a male or female voice. And you get this magical ring, and you are basically on a task to get rid of the evil drago's dark influence in each of these worlds. Because he's a big, muscly guy, but he's a bad, muscly guy. He just wants everyone to be super fit. (laughs) But for the wrong reasons. (laughs) So, I guess overall, my thoughts are, is I really love it. I love Ring Fit. It really, I work from home, and so I don't, like, go out much. (laughs) And this just is a good way to get you moving and to get like your heart rate up because it tires you out. I mean, I was like at the end of some of the sessions, I was I felt like really tired and I was like, wow, yeah, this definitely works you out. It's like running in place can be exhausting. <laughs> <laughs> what is the uh, overall scope of the story? Like how many worlds is it? There are, I think, 22 worlds. Wow. That yeah. is much longer than I thought. Yeah. It, it's, a pre- it's pretty long. And each world has multiple stages in the world. Of course, they get a little bit longer each time. So, like, I spent, I could spend, like, easily 
like a week or two in one world because of the oh, wow. amount yeah. of stages in it. Did you find yourself doing like one stage at a at per session or would you try to I cuz I when I played early on I would try to go through like the whole world. So I think I made it to like the fourth world and then never progressed after that. Yeah, um well the early worlds are definitely a lot shorter. So yeah, I can totally see you doing an entire world at the beginning, but towards the end, I'd say when you're like middle to end i probably did only about two or three stages each time before it would be like are you ready to cool down for the day mm. or whatever so and when the game is asking nice. you you're like yeah yeah you're like thank god <laughs> like, i'm ready to be done <laughs> but i actually have some stats because at the very end they tell you um certain stats that you did like the amount of well here i'll just tell you <laughs> um, well, the difficulty I was on was on difficulty 10. They have difficulty scale from 1 to 30. Okay. So I was like, you know, I guess not easy, but not like hard, medium-ish. Yeah. It's like, which works out great for me because it's like I never really exercised much to begin with. So I felt like it was a really good spot for me for my fitness level. So I was on difficulty 10. It took me 105 days to get through the entire main story. And then my total time exercising, which in the lower left corner, they have like a little timer. That is just a timer for how much you exercise or you're Like you're moving. actually in a game. Yeah. A- like you're actually like running or doing the exercise motions. That's like your time. So my total exercise time was 22 hours, 2 minutes, and 24 seconds. And then the total estimated calories was 6,982.94 calories. Hell yeah. And the total distance I ran was 42.39 miles. Wow. And total ring presses, which is, you know, when you have the ring and you press in, was 11,695. So those are like the kind of stats they give you right at the end, which I was like, yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> it's like the one of the stats that I wish they would tell you at the end was how many squats you do, because you do so many squats yeah. in the stages. And, and I think if you turn it on like quiet mode or whatever, you do squats instead of running. So that would be oh, an really? interesting. Yeah. I never tried quiet mode, so I don't know what that's like. I wondered what that would be like doing that. But get, oh my gosh, doing the amount of squats you'd have to do to run. Oh yeah. man, <laughs> that would be a lot. Because <laughs> yeah, you can get like squat as like one of your core, like your exercises and you're like, um, when you're like in your battle mode and you're doing your exercises to like kill the enemies, you can have squats for that, which I think they count those squats like in your stat cuz you can still go in like the menu and see like how many times how many reps you've done for like certain for each exercise. Yeah. I think that's the only time they count squats though. Cuz when I went in to look in that I was like at 1900 squats and I was like I know I've done more than that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I don't know if they count the amount of squats you do in the stages when you like encounter a treasure chest or when you have to do the little springy things to go up and yeah. So you do a lot of squats but Squats are good for your body because <laughs> they work a lot of muscles, which I learned. Because sometimes at the end of your session, they will like do a little muscle quiz and they'll tell you like little 
health muscly facts and stuff. So that so it's pretty interesting. The story for me, um, like in the middle, definitely got a little boring for me because I just wasn't really all that interested in it because it was just kind of like the same thing. It's like, oh, Drago's a bad guy. Oh, he's wrecking <laughs> havoc in our world. <laughs> so I was just kind of like going through the dialogue. I'm like, uh-huh, yeah, just let me get to the stage. Come on. But <laughs> there is one point towards the end where it does get a lot more interesting when you encounter some new characters. And there actually is a really nice little, like, morale, I guess, lesson that they kind of talk about where it's like, it's good to take accountability, you know, be accountable for yourself and take responsibility and, you know, and uh, what else was there? And, like, try improving yourself for you and not for anyone else, which I thought was Hmm. really nice and endearing. I was like, oh. Good job, Ring Fit. I like that. <laughs> but I also have seen some, since doing it consistently, I usually do it just during the week, like in the morning. I'll just play like about 30 minutes of it total, which is about only 10 minutes of like actual exercise time. But it actually takes about a full 30 minutes to get that 10 minutes because you have to because it doesn't count like your dynamic stretching at the beginning for your mm. warm up. And then of course going through all the menus and then, you know, if there's cutscenes or and then also your cooldown at the end too. It doesn't count that in that timer as well. So so doing 10 minutes of of exercise time actually takes about 30 minutes in real time. I've fallen off in a big way. Yeah. And I haven't been back but for a while I was doing like a yoga set basically or stretching and then doing that. And like before that I had fallen off the story mode, which I had been slowly progressing through. But I think, I don't know, winter's coming. So I guess like maybe I'll, I'll pick it back up and start over. (laughs) Sure. It's definitely, I really like it. I, it actually, I've seen improvement in my blood pressure Hmm. because I've gone to the doctor a couple times and usually um, they have to take my blood pressure twice because I have like anxiety with like doctors and stuff, right. and then also some other things. And they actually haven't had to take it twice the last few times, so that's awesome. So I think it's definitely it's helped me with that, and also it has actually made me more aware of my posture. Like I notice more like if I'm like hunched over, like to bring my shoulders back, and you know to sit up straight a bit more. Like I noticed that way more than I ever did before. Hell yeah. We're so, all cor- correcting our posture now. Yeah, <laughs> like, like sit up. Yeah, you're right. Posture. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It definitely helps like such with a that. gremlin. <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah, I guess that's pretty much my overall ring fit experience. Oh, when you are done with the game, they actually do unlocked more worlds for you to do at higher difficulties. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah. So I've been doing those and they're they're tough because I think they actually changed like the running you have to do for those stages because it seems like I have to like lift my knees more to actually do like the Mm. sprinting part of it. And after like the first session or two of doing the harder world, my calves were hurting so bad. So I was like, they must have changed like how high you have to lift your knees for that for you to be able to sprint because 
I don't understand why my calves are hurting so much. <laughs> and that's the only thing that's changed. So, so yeah. And Bryce asked, how often did you play? He asked it under your account. Oh, yeah, he but did. he asked it. <laughs> I played um, about, well, when I started playing consistently, about five times, four to five times a week during the week. And there was a time where I did take like a month or two off because I kind of fell off of it for a bit. And then kind of like when, you know, Corona and stuff kind of happened, started happening and stuff. I And with Bryce's encouragement, I did get back into it and then pretty much has kept it consistent ever since. So it's a good time. And I definitely really highly recommend it for anyone who wants to try and just get a little more of that movement in just to get your heart rate up a bit. Just that little bit helps a lot. Has it inspired you to like try fitness stuff outside of ring fit now? Are you like, yeah, I'm going to start going for this amount of walk, uh, you know, every week or going to do these push-ups or squats or whatever on my own? Um, a little bit. I do actually do some yoga um, usually after, well, may, more like meditation I do after I do um, ring fit because it's like exercise for the body, some exercise for the mind right afterwards. Then so I guess, yeah, yeah, and doing that consistently helps a ton. So usually if I do something outside of ring fit, it's usually um, yoga, which I could use because my flexibility is real bad. So... <laughs> <laughs> But no, it has. I wouldn't say it has inspired me to go running outside or anything. But I think that's also the state of the world we're into, where I'm like, I don't want to go anywhere. So mm-hmm. even if it's outside, <laughs> but so, but I definitely plan on doing these harder stages and levels when um to keep going for that because I'm pretty much in the habit of doing it now. So nice, yeah, that's exciting. Should I get this game? Yes. Get the game. Okay. It's available yeah. now, When and it wasn't for a long time. You can find it. There was like five or six copies at our local Walmart. And they've been there fairly consistently the last couple weeks. So That's good. So I think it's definitely easier to find now than it was. <laughs> like uh, even just a, a month ago or something. So yeah, highly recommend for Rink. To get ring fit and just to get you moving, do some exercises, work your muscles, and shake your booty. Yep. And the main thing that I have learned, one of the main things that you you begin you learn from ring is that your sweat is shiny and beautiful. <laughs> mm-hmm. Because <laughs> he says like those little those little things as you're working out, which most of the time I found really nice and endearing, but there were some times where I felt like I was dying and I was just like, shut up, ring. I don't want to hear it. (laughs) (laughs) But most of the time I liked it, so. But yeah. Darian, what have you been playing? Um, Mostly Fall Guys, um, but I also finally tried Among Us, and that was fun. Hey, me too. When we played Among Us, it was... There was two people who had been playing it regularly, and then, um, or three people who had been playing it regularly and knew what was going on, and four of us who just purchased the game and started playing it. 
and it was great because <laughs> we didn't know like the etiquette or the rules or anything. And so the people who'd been playing it regularly were like, guys, shut up. Can't talk right now. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, okay. My bad. It was, it was fun. So though. you did like a full private lobby. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't done that yet, but I'm hoping to get a, a game of that going just like everyone on discord. Uh, mm-hmm. Instead, we've been doing like we've had like oh, there's four of us. Okay, we'll start a we'll start our own lobby, and then we'll open it up to public, and we we just use like the text chat, which I think sure. is how a lot of people probably experience the game. It seems unless you've you know organized ten people together. My um, show friends. We yeah. just had seven. It's kind of a and shit show fine. in public lobbies, which I guess is to be expected. Like it, it depends who you get, but. When we had like that core group of people, we were able to get some quality games because like we were all talking to each other in the text chat and kind of welcoming new people as I came in. So I feel like we kind of influenced how the game went in in that mm. way. Like people were more willing to be not shitheads when they joined right. a random lobby. So it's been okay. You know, it's a pretty fun game. Yeah, I had a good time with it. That's all I've been playing though, is Fall Guys and and uh, Among Us. Yeah, last night I played a couple of games of Fall Guys with a friend, and she was like, "Oh shit, I need to win two crowns in the next five hours because there was something in her store that she wanted." And the first game that we played, <laughs> she made it all the way to the end, and it was Hexagon and. It was her and one other person, and they both fell, but she fell just a little bit faster, so she finished second, oh, no. and it was so sad. <laughs> she had to take some time to, like, breathe, like, I need to calm down. <laughs> like, she was so excited, and then it just didn't work, and it was very sad. So did, were you playing on the, the mid-season update then? Yeah! I didn't realize that they had a mid-season update, and I was like, wait, wait, there didn't used to be a hammer there. Yeah. Or like, oh, this like the doors have changed, or it's like a bunch of little small things. Like, what the hell? Yeah, I was checking that out uh, before we were started the show today. Um, and yeah, it seems like most of the levels that are like the, the race levels uh, or like gauntlet levels have slightly tweaked stages Mm -hmm. um yeah and like it's either the these bumpers are now hammers or you know there are now new obstacles in this spot where there weren't any before and it's all like nice little changes where i i had developed a pattern right of like this is how i go through this level you know um so it's it's kind of nice having those little remixes and it would be cool if i don't know if they are like variable within that but it would be neat if that is evolves into that eventually where it's like sometimes there's hammers here sometimes there's bumpers sometimes there's nothing you know that- right yeah it'd be it'd be nice if it was like modular in a way that like you know the maps could be intermixed in a lot of different ways so you're not really sure what you're gonna get because yeah, yeah well if you play a lot of it you're like i'm i know exactly what i'm doing here i'm just trying to do a good right i did uh i did get uh, one big yetus so I, I took advantage of the Big Edis, which is the fast spinning hammer that is chaotic neutral, <laughs> according yeah, to the devs. I don't think I've ever actually seen Big Edis. Not really. 
it was just a fast fast moving hammer and I jumped in front of it and it launched me and it worked out okay uh well Matt what have you been playing uh so Among Us and Fall Guys just like Darian (laughs) um and then other than that I checked out Spellbreak uh which came out since the last show uh and Spellbreak is a BR but a battle royale a battle royale so you know everybody where we dropping boys into this island, and then the circle's going to shrink. Uh, all of those tropes are there, uh, but Spellbreak is specifically about wizard combat. Um, mm. So it's elemental abilities, and it is determined by what gauntlet you're wearing. Um, so you start with one gauntlet, but then you can pick one up for the other hand uh, while you're playing, and you can upgrade your gauntlets throughout the the course of the game as well. So like as you level up you get better abilities or different abilities on your based on your built loadout basically. Um I played through the tutorial and then I played one game uh as a fire main. So like I had a fireball as my main attack. And then I think I ended up with I wanna say wind on the other one, but as as you progress and as you use your abilities, you can kind of mix uh, your abilities together. So in the tutorial, they teach you that. Um, so like if you put ice down uh, and then someone throws fire at it, it'll melt the ice. Or like if you throw a toxic cloud uh, and you throw fire into that, it explodes. Or if there's a tornado from the wind ability you throw fire into that you have a fire tornado you know it's like those Mm -hmm. kind of mixing of elements and also like you can't damage yourself but you there is friendly fire so you can damage teammates and squads that sounds terrible but like if someone if an enemy is using a tornado and it's pulling you in and then you throw a fireball into that now it's your fire tornado Mm. so then it's going to damage the other people instead of you so it's sneaky, like sneaky. kind of cool, you know, stacking who's in control of, you know, this element in the time. And the the battles are like pretty chaotic looking. Yeah, it sounds like quick paced, very chaotic, but I bet it's really fun. It's it's really cool. Uh, I only played the one game and apparently that's against bots. The oh, first, yeah. Your first game you play. I watched Teddy play. It sounds like the first few games are maybe against bots. Yeah. So I think you level up your elements individually so whatever you choose as your main it's like you start at level zero or level one and you you know can level that ability so i started on fire which seems like you know straight up noob class you know simple you're just throwing a fireball wow um and yeah i played the bot match in one i was like oh feels good and then i found out it was bots i was like oh okay you didn't go acid i didn't go acid right away maybe in the future (laughs) acid's pretty cool (laughs) um and it's I played on PC on Epic. Um, it's also on I think every console. I downloaded it on Switch. It's free to play, uh, but I haven't booted it up there yet. But I plan to check out more Spellbreak. I think it's a it's a fun idea for for BR stuff. I don't know if it's I don't know if it's like hitting huge like a lot of other ones have. I think like I mean between I, I don't know. I, there's the ones that hit huge, and there's ones that don't like i wouldn't say that everyone hits huge because you probably don't know which ones don't hit huge right um 
it is free to play though, so like that should yeah. lower the barrier to entry. Is it like released or is it early access? Yeah, so it's actually out now. Um, oh, okay. It it had a long pay for access early access. It was mm-hmm. like if you pay thirty dollars, you can get into the beta or something like that for a long I w- time. I would love to know like stats on if coming out on early access for something that's multiplayer, like how that affects things. Like, do people play the early access and then they're like, yep, I got what I want out of this game. So when it fully comes out, they're like, I'm, I'm good. Or do they? Yeah. I don't know. I feel that way about early access in general, where it's like, there are very few games I will get in early access. And then even if I do, I might still not touch it until it's actually out. Cause it's like, I don't, I don't necessarily want to play the incomplete version of the game. I'll probably just bounce off of it at a point. Yeah. Hades, uh, I, I got when it first came in early access and I played it, uh, as like the second main boss was, uh, just introduced when I stopped playing. Um, and, uh, now the game has just fully come out. And I'm like, I kind of put a lot of time into it early on, mm, and I'm yeah. like, I don't know if I want to come like come back. I, I I probably will, but it's uh, you know, there there's something to be said of like that early access. Maybe people spend their time with it and don't come back, right? But it uh, it gives the devs money to be able to right to know. make the game. So, but but with something like multiplayer, like you kind of need that audience to stick around, right? I know launching a multiplayer game is just like what a what a risky move in general, unless you're a big company. Like, but yeah, Hades. I want to pick that up on Switch. I think is it, that's uh, where it's I, a, from from what what I played of it. It's really good. Uh, but you know what's, well, you know, what's also really good talking about video game news. Oh, that's right, Bryce. Yeah. You're, you're supposed to talk about video game news. Now. No, I, I don't. I, not oh. this time. Not it's this me. Time. I'm doing it. Can you it was first a switcheroo. tell us about, tell us about <laughs> Cone Cat? Switcheroo. Is that news? Yeah, Cone Cat. He's my itchy <laughs> boy. He's really allergic to everything. Oh, um, so I have to be really careful when I'm petting him, otherwise he's overstimulated. <laughs> he's such a precious boy. <laughs> oh, um, I have medication that works for him, but he hates the way it tastes, and so when I give it to him, it's like a liquid medication, and if I'm not quick enough, he will um make himself salivate too much and mm. not actually swallow much of it. Mm. Um, so it's kind of a Kind of a tricky situation yeah. we're in with this boy. Yeah. Gotta get those pro cat strats. <laughs> um, yeah, but so we're gonna go talk about the news. Um, first off, right, just right from the get go, let's just break everybody's hearts. Except we all knew it was coming. Um, the Nintendo 3DS has officially been discontinued. Um, when was the last time you played your 3DS? Uh, uh, when I was playing Pokemon Crystal to, to get more Pokemon to transfer to home, which I just like, I was like, oh, I'm going to get, catch some more so I can bring them to the new game. I had an elaborate strategy where I was going to bring old, old Pokemon into sun and moon and make them champions. My last 3DS stuff was Pokemon as well. I think it was sun and moon, but yeah. And I was going to make them champions in sun and moon and then bring them to 
Sword and Shield, and so they'd be champions there and like have a, have a bunch of champion medals on them. But then I was like, this is a lot. I'm done doing this, and I just need to go in and just pull all my Pokemon from the past games and just bring them. I think it'd be cool if Switch Online got like a DS collection like they do with the SNES and NES. I mean, this I'm seems sure they will. This seems the most likely Eventually. to happen. But yeah, quick news. Um. The next thing we've got is that Sony has confirmed that some PS5 games will cost sixty nine ninety nine. So the price of video games is going nice. up. Um, yeah, right. <laughs> That's the only um, response, right? Everyone says nice and then gives yes. them money. <laughs> yep. And then the next part goes hand in hand. Um, is the PS5 DualSense controller will also cost sixty nine ninety nine. That's so nice. much. You're gonna spend 150 bucks with tax. Is that to get a game and a controller? Is that the price of the pro controllers? Is is pro is a Nintendo My, pro controller? Like oh, the in- Nintendo one. I yeah. thought you were I talking so. about the like elite controller for no, some reason. Right. Nintendo Nintendo pro controllers, I think, are already that price. Cause... I think Joy a pair of Joy Con are that much. Yeah, sixty nine ninety nine for the pro controller. Joy Cons yeah, are probably the so. same. I wouldn't be surprised if Joy-Cons cost more. Nintendo they're seventy nine ninety nine, so they're eighty. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So the Xbox Game Pass for PC doubles in price on September seventeenth. That I'm seems mad. like a lot. How much it is goes, it right now? It was four ninety nine a month, and now it's so going to be, be nine ninety nine. Yeah. Well, so they're but, doubling it. That's insane. But but it should be noted, uh, the PC Game Pass has been in beta, and it is now exiting beta. And what so in changes beta, they do I you see? Less? Yeah, because they wanted to get people on board, which it worked. I joined. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, from my understanding, this is going to bring the games that you can get on PC more in line with the, what you get on Xbox because there's definitely games that are like, oh, this is on Game Pass, but only on X- Xbox. Okay. So, I think this is supposed to make things I more I feel online. like it's like by raising it to 10 bucks from five bucks i'm suddenly like well it's only 15 bucks to get the ultimate and then like i potentially could play on mobile right and i could play on an xbox if i got an xbox and suddenly it's like that i don't know i don't know if i should get ultimate or just stick with pc i went ultimate i went ultimate when they were doing that thing for one dollar yeah they they hooked me with that which i I don't don't... have an xbox so it was like there's no reason to do anything but pc for me well i mean you make the case that uh there's you know not that far to get uh on ultimate and then why don't you go get an xbox but right i think i think we'll be talking about later why where there's a deal yeah it seems like a good deal (laughs) uh but uh darren go on the next thing is we're going to talk about most of the things announced in september 17th nintendo direct mini um did you guys watch the direct i did watch the direct it was it was all right not not nothing in there excited me but uh, let's, let's <laughs> i, I watched it. it i was like hey these games are for someone yeah it's not me though the direct was on thursday yes i read about the direct on twitter well tell tell us the audience what was in it some of the things that they announced were monster hunter rise um, that'll be coming out March 26, 2021. Um, Monster Hunter Stories 2, Ways of Ruin, is going to be on the Switch next summer, 2021. Which, real quick, in Japan, there's some really cool Monster Hunter Stories amiibos. 
And I'm oh. hoping this is going to bring those amiibos countryside. I really like the look of stories and that it looked like you weren't actually hunting monsters. I was like, oh, that looks cool. Uh, it, it's got very strong how to train your dragon vibes. Yeah. Um, but uh, also, I believe we are also getting new amiibos for the straight Monster Hunter game that look like straight up monstery. Um. I don't have information on those, but keep your keep your eyes out for you amiibo fans. They also had a very specific Monster Hunter Direct for more info on the two games hmm. that were announced. Um, and then there's what? what? Oh, I was gonna say that's probably where the amiibo information is. Yeah, probably. It's like a 16 minute video, so it's got quite a bit in there. Um, there's Ori and the Will of the Wisps heading to the Nintendo Switch. It's there. It's our, it's there right now. Yep. Go get um, it. Fitness Boxing 2, Rhythm and Exercise, will punch its way to Switch this December. That sounds fun. So once you're done with Ring Fit Adventure, play Fitness Boxing. They need to come. Like, we all agree they're going to put out a Ring Fit Adventure 2, right? Like, that, that was a runaway hit due to COVID. They need to do more. They need to bring back, like, Wii Sports. Yeah. Switch Sports. Yeah. No, Come no, on. No. Yeah. Do it, you no, cowards. No, do it. No, no. Oh my god. I just want to do bowling on my Switch. Okay. Oh yeah. Like that's what took the Wii to the next level, okay? That's why the Everything Wii was very in insane. all of the except, nursing homes. Except big what thumbs ha- up. Except what happened is that everybody just played Wii bowling and got nothing else. <laughs> They're like, No, no, I'm no, good. no, no. Bring back the balance board. All right. Tell me let me make <laughs> Okay, maybe maybe not everything. <laughs> Hold on, no, let me like, Matt, Matt, Matt got on the bus. Uh, she's, he's like, I like where this bus is going. Then the bus starts like going places, and he's like, I want off the Wait bus. Wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, fun fact: I had a balance board, and I um made a bunch of like fake character profiles, and I put the height and weight, uh, or the height of Michael Jackson. Um, and then I weighed myself and I was about how much he weighed when he died. And it said I was severely underweight. And I was like, oh no, (laughs) oh no. (laughs) I mean, to be fair, the, you know, that's not the, the BMI is not a great scale. No. Yeah. BMI is bullshit. Anyway, I definitely think we sports needs to happen. I don't necessarily think we need a balance board or anything, but that was cool for like yoga and stuff. And now that yoga is more prominent than it was then, I bet that they could do a lot with that, with or without the balance board. Um, anyway, Wii Sports 2021, please. Uh, except Switch. Switch Sports. Uh, Disgaea 6 Defiance of Destiny is coming to Nintendo Switch exclusively in summer of 2021. Um, Wonder World. I almost said Wonderland. Balin Wonderworld brings a wondrous adventure to the Switch next year. I remember talking about this and how bright oh, yeah. and colorful and exciting this looks. I watched the trailer. The movement on it looks really slow and sluggish. Like the animations and the powers look interesting, but just watching them walk, I, I feel like it's going to take two hours to get anywhere. Oh, God. <laughs> Do you like wind up? I don't know. No one knows. We'll it find almost out. looks like you're winding up. It almost looks like you start slow, but it definitely starts gaining speed. Let's hope hmm. so. But yeah, it does look 
painful. Okay. Rune Factory 5 will be released in the Switch in 2021. That game looked kind of cool. I don't know anything about Rune Factory. Oh, yeah. That that one was the one that's like Stardew Valley meets Final Fantasy. It was the vibe I was getting off that. Yeah, one. something like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm on board. It's very, very much appealing to my weeb senses. There's a cat sleeping there, and it's just went dramatic anime opening. I'm in. <laughs> okay. Uh, the Long Dark is now available on the Switch. I, have I don't PC. really remember. That game's been around for that. I feel yeah, like I think, almost ten years at this point. It's I probably like, like five years. That's one of those early access games that's just been kicking around. It's a survival oh. type thing, but in cold. yeah, I've seen that. Um, Hades is available. You guys already kind of touched on that. Um, Empire of Sin brings a new strategy game to the Switch this December. I'm excited for that. I'll probably check that out. Ooh. uh, I like the idea of what that game's doing, but I don't know that I care to play it, you know? Enter the criminal underworld of Prohibition-era Chicago in the 1920s. That actually sounds really good. If it works as well as they make it sound, it's going to be really cool. I'll probably wait for a review to like actually pull the trigger, but right. if if it pulls off what they're promising, it seems good. It looks very cute. And then the last thing is the Sniper Elite 4 <laughs> announced for the Switch. That sh- looks like holiday 2020 with genre-defining ballistics and exciting third-person actions. Going to define Honestly, the genre. That's true. That I hate that. What Sniper Elite is. I hate that wording. It's okay. very manipulative. The last <laughs> part of quick news is the Ubisoft Forward from September 2020. Here's a quick recap. Um, what is Ubisoft got, looking forward to? It looks like the Division 2 is coming. Oh my God, it'll be out before our podcast. September 22nd. That's like an update, right? Um, I don't know. Anything about this? That game update, came out. Uh, title a title update while ago. eleven. Yes, yeah. you are right. And there's some new stuff being added. Yes, you're right. Far Cry VR: Dive into Insanity is a location-based virtual reality experience. Brace we'll have to fun Far with Cry that. Three. I actually Islands. haven't. I haven't heard of this one, and I'm usually a, pay attention to the VR stuff, but I I don't see I don't see Far Cry being a game that I would want to play in VR. Um, it says it's so you're going back to Far Cry 3's tropical Rook Islands, which looks I think that was the prettiest Far Cry um, from a and completely unattached person. I've never played a Fall Cry, Fall Cry, but I've seen gameplay in several of them. And I think Fall Cry 3 is like the Far Far Cry. Far Cry. <laughs> Jesus All guys. Christ. I was going to let it go. Let's Far Cry. <laughs> Fall Cry. How many times did I say Fall Cry and you like guys three? Twice got me? Three, three, thrice. Three, two or three. Far Cry. We're moving on. Roller Champions. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's out there. They had like a demo of that game once and then they yeah. just talked about it for the first time in a long time. It's not. Yeah, so it's not out yet. They just gave an update on its current status. Um, Ghost Recon Breakpoint title update 3.0 is coming. It's already out. Um, The Crew 2, which I guess there's a new season structure coming. Season 1 is starting in November. 
Each season will last four months, divided into two episodes, lasting two months each. Two months each. Interesting. Um, is this pronounced A-G-O-S, or is it Agos, or it's a game of space? Just feel it out. It's A-G-O-S, all in caps. So am I supposed to say each word, or am I supposed to say Agos? Yes. I don't know. Um, it's a VR adventure in which players take control of Earth slash world ship AI in order to find a new habitable planet. Habitable planet. I would guess it's. Uh, Is this like the one that a- looked like ag- FTL? I'm not sure. I'm guessing it's Ag Ag OS, like operating system or something. No, it stands for a game of space. Oh. Okay, I thought it was a Glados type situation. Yeah, I that's that was the first thought I had too, but it stands for all game of space. I don't know, it's a VR adventure. Bryce, you better jump all over that. Maybe. I mean, you know that I don't play every VR game. I know, but this one looks really cool and I would really appreciate it if you'd play it for me. Oh, okay. Just Dance 2021 is coming out. That's crazy. I thought that they were retiring the individual games and just Trying to get people to buy the songs. Oh no, they're they're uh, they're probably they're doing both. I think they're trying to hit you both ways. They're just uh, yeah, hitting you with whatever will get your money. I think I think like just most, dance is great though. Just I, I think people prefer the to buy the games than the subscription unless you're like a crazy huge person who needs. Does more this songs. one visually look better? I think I think they look the same. Okay, as any of them. Uh, I will say I haven't looked that, at them closely in a while. I think. I have the Xbox One S, and I am probably going to keep it just because we have the Connect for it just to play Just Dance. Yeah, honestly, the visuals from Just Dance, I guess there's a some, some songs that have upgraded visuals, but for the most part, it's like they put a very non-specific person in front of you and you have to mirror their stuff. But I did just see one where the person was singing and you could see the details of their face and stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I feel like the people look a little cooler. Yeah, they definitely look like they put a little bit more detail in it. They allowed a little bit more detail to come out. Um, For Honor uh, announced... Year four, season three will be available. It's available now. That game's still kicking. I guess. And then Immortals Phoenix Rising. That's a terrible way to spell Phoenix. I'm personally offended. Well, is this the one that used to be called? Yeah, it's the one formerly called Gods and Monsters. And to my understanding, Monster Energy Drink said you can't use that. How is that allowed? That's a question. Do they have like a Gods brand as well? No, I, who knows? Maybe like it's like you have to put Monster Energy drink in your video game because there there was uh wasn't that with um Death Stranding? Death Stranding had that, so they're like we're we're also video game, we're in a video game, so you can't put monsters in your video game. Monster Hunter exists. Yeah, this is that's stupid. Fuck you, Monster Energy. It's just because they're a dying brand and they're doing everything they can to stay alive. But the energy drink market <laughs> is so fucking ridiculous right now that Monster's doing whatever they can to be relevant. Because everybody knows Ron- Monster is bad for you. Aren't so, all energy drinks kind of bad for you? 
Um, yeah, but some energy drinks are trying to get away from, like, oh, we don't use sugar in ours. We use more natural shit. Mm. I haven't seen someone drink a monster since, um, one of my old coworkers, actually. Monster Energy Drink did do a legal challenge against the the name, but Ubisoft uh, says that it was the result of a creative decision. But it's kind of weird that your creative decision happened to happen after... Monster Energy Drink said you can't yeah. happen. It's just a coincidence. It's fine. Uh huh. Just random. We were gonna do like it Gods anyway. Monsters is like an okay name, but yeah. I mean, I do you think Gods and Monsters is better or worse than Immortals Phoenix Rising? Phoenix. It's gotta be Phoenix. It's yeah, Phoenix, it, it, yeah. it is. It probably is, but it's a weird way to spell Phoenix, as you. It is a weird out. way to spell Phoenix, but it looks like I it's because it's somebody's name. Having yeah. the brand Immortals. Is probably a better decision for Ubisoft. I agree. It's a little bit more all encompassing than gods and monsters because there are some immortals that are not gods or monsters. It it depends. I mean, but <laughs> but if this game is entirely about gods and monsters and there's nobody else there, then well, it says as Phoenix, a winged hero on a quest quest to free the gods of Olympus from a curse. So it's about this person. Yes, I think it's fitting. But. But it looks pretty th- Zelda-like and pretty uh, new God of War-like, I guess. So that's fun. Is Phoenix, I'll probably play a lady. It. Yeah, Phoenix is a lady. Lady, they're yeah, harder cool to animate, sword. according to Ubisoft. What? Oh yeah, because they didn't <laughs> want to put women in the Assassin's <laughs> Creed or something. Yeah. That's, yep. That, Yikes. Anyway. That's- that's why our next game um, it's is It's launching on December 3rd on Stadia, PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC, including Uplay Plus. Oh. And it'll also go to the PS5 and Xbox Series X and S. Oh, frick. That Jesus Whoa. Christ. Why did Breaking they... Breaking news. Why did they... We're not, going, we're not going there anymore. It's fine. It's already happened. They already made a big mistake. Prince of Persia, the Sands of Time remake is coming out. It says it should be on January 21st, 2021. It'll be on the PS4 and Xbox One, therefore playable on the Xbox Series and the PS5. And then Rainbow Six Siege, which already exists. They're having a big tournament. (laughs) 45 countries against each other in a new global tournament. That's called a world war. Yep. (laughs) Oh, no, it's World War (laughs) 3. We're just doing it virtually because we can't afford to lose people. We should just move all wars uh, online like they did with racing. (laughs) Um, Hyperscape. Oh, yeah. That's another BR that came out, and I don't know if it hit. I I played I played a little bit. It's it's interesting. I just it does support ultra wide, so I'm a fan of that. Uh, they but I'm, are releasing I'm, a turbo mode. I'm very bad at it. It's out. So it's um, bad. <laughs> Scott, Scott Pilgrim versus the World: The Game Complete Edition is coming. Oh God, that holiday 2020 on PC and therefore you play plus PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and Stadia. They're gonna re-release. The original game, as well as its original DLC, and adding two playable characters, and some mini games, dodgeball, PvP battle. They're adding a, they're adding some content, but you're also getting all of the old content. It looks like. Are you a Scott Watch Pilgrim Dogs fan? And, I'm not. 
Good movie. I mean, I'm not against it. I wouldn't call myself a Scott Pilgrim fan, though. Like, I enjoyed the movie. Yeah, the movie was good. I don't love it, but I'm not against anyone who does. Right. <laughs> you do you. That's me. It's <laughs> and I'm neutral towards Scott Pilgrim. Um, Watch Dogs Legion is adding a new member to its resistance. Cool oh, story. Oh, yeah. Finally. The people have spoken. Stormzy. They're adding Bris- British musician Stormzy. Wait, that's not the one I thought. I thought they were adding... Who did... Sam Our Fisher. debut is track Rainfall. Uh, also, no, but it's uh, Aiden Aiden Pierce. Aiden Pierce, the, okay, yeah. From the first Watch Dogs is... There, is yeah. Which pe- people are so pissed. Two things. Not, people are pissed that it's not the people from Watch Dogs 2. Hmm. Riders Republic which, is an all-new outdoor sports play. Oh, sorry. Did you guys want to discuss what, that? Well, I was going to say, which I have a feeling that maybe the guy from Watch Dogs 2 is already linked to the story. Whereas, whereas Aiden Pierce is maybe just like a, hey, you can you can get him if you want. You don't have to. The last thing in this story is Riders Republic. It's an all new outdoor sports playground coming to Xbox One, Xbox Next Gen, uh, PlayStation Four, PlayStation Five, Stadia, and PC via the Ubisoft Store and the mm. Epic Games Store. It comes in February twenty fifth, twenty twenty one. I like love. Steep. Oh, it's. Bicycles? Never mind. It's like steep, but like, yeah. <laughs> what did you sports. think it was? I, for some reason, thought that it was going to be like motocross, oh. ATV type stuff. I, Is that not I in there? That. Maybe that will be. I don't know. I didn't look very closely. I just realized that the picture was of them on bicycles. It's, it's quick. It's quick. Excited. It's quick news. We don't dig into it. We just put it on your We've plate. We've already and dug say, into every one of these stories so far. I know. I know. I, I feel like you're a little bit slow on the quick news. No, I think it's um, fine. We're still not like... I don't think it's my fault. I haven't, we're just going. It's not all me. We're all chatting, and it's I, fine. I, I, this is I, our content. Yeah, okay. that's the whole show. Well, well, well. now we're, we're, we're slowing it down even more. Well, no, the okay. final piece of oh. quick news. You are the one who inserted oh. this. Oh, yeah. Go they ahead. Really, Jeff Keighley released an image of the PS5 player ca- or power cable. Why? It looks... I don't know. It what looks is happening? The same. <laughs> I kind of, I kind of just, just put that as because I wanted your reaction to the fact that Jeff Keel is like, look at the power cord for the PS5. It looks the same. It does. It looks like a power cord. It's yeah. like, why is, is this? What's happening? Is this the this, finale to Summer I mean, this, of Games? This has so many. Why is Jeff Keeley work for Sony? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Also, why is Sony? So, okay, we're gonna we're so, stuff is slowing down. I, I'm I'm going. Okay, let's wrap it back around. We're gonna talk about the PlayStation release stuff after we talk about the Xbox stuff. Matt, do you want to take Xbox and I'll take PlayStation? Uh, sure. Okay, so, it was the middle of the night. I don't remember which day, <laughs> but all of a sudden, a leak happened, and Xbox was like, "Uh oh, here's a meme to say." We see the leak, and then later in the morning, they said, yes, the Xbox Series S is real, so there's a cheaper new Xbox at the $299 price point, almost 300 buckaroos, and then they have their more expensive one at the 499 price point. Is that right? Am I dumb? Yes. Yeah. yeah. 500 Yeah. So, you have two options. Um, they claim the Series S is a pretty similar power, uh, but not near, not as powerful 
as the X. Uh, it's all digital, yeah. no disk drive, still uh, able to play at a 1440p resolution up to 120 frames per second. I wonder what's actually going to be able to do that. Um, Stardew Valley. It's like a really, that's a really good price point for getting into next gen, I think. Yes, but they have said that the Series S will not play Xbox One games at in the uh, Xbox One X mode. So if you're like, ah, I, I'm going to, you know, play the current gen at the better gen version, like like if you go get a PS5, you'll mm. be like, ah, finally I can play Kingdom Hearts and, and, and as, as if it was a PlayStation Pro. That's, as far as I understand, the case. Because the place, every PlayStation Five is going to be as powerful. The digital and the and the disc is going to be the same. Yeah, it's the same thing. It's just yeah, no disc drive. It's, it's as 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 powerful. This one, it's like you're not even you're an X is more powerful than the Series S, right? Because it the S Series S cannot play X games. But if you are, if you're God, a price, it's so hard to say. Everything. If you're a price conscious consumer, yeah. If you're just like, I want to play the new Xbox games, sure. But also, it sounds like there you could just play them on your one. Like it's they're gonna keep supporting the one for a bit for a couple of years. Yeah. So there's not really a benefit to getting the Series S. It's a uh, two hundred dollars cheaper. Well, yeah, if- but it sounds like it's not impressive. It's it's your entry point into if if there's the exclu- new generation. Yeah, if there's exclusives, and I don't know if there is anything that's that Xbox is going to have that won't be on the one. But if you have a one and you don't have a one X, yeah. If you don't have a one at yeah. If you don't have an X, if you have an at, it's more powerful than an S, but not as powerful as an X. Yeah. So there's a one X and a Series X. Yeah. Well, yeah. I so literally the series, cannot even follow this fucking conversation. Series. I fucking hate Microsoft. I am not buying their new gen consoles. <laughs> this is fucking ridiculous. Why could they oh not my have God. done different letters? Why could why can't they just keep it simple? Okay? We thought it was all fun and games and they were like, ooh, Xbox 360. But since then, they've just spiraled out of control. <laughs> what is this horse shit? I have no idea what's going on. I don't know how to follow what Microsoft is putting out. This is ridiculous. I don't give a fuck about Microsoft. I guess I just cemented but, myself into the PlayStation field because I know what the PlayStation 5 is. I know what to expect from the PlayStation 5. I know it's the new gen. I, I'm not getting all caught up in, oh, X, S, 1. What the fuck does that even mean? <laughs> Basically, the Xbox One, One series will not exist anymore after <laughs> the Series S and the Series X are out. Sure. I was going to get an uh the $300 new generation of Xboxes, but um since it sounds like it's not going to be impressive and the naming structure is terrible, I'm not getting a new Xbox. Yeah. I'm it's just like going to get the, a new PlayStation. A budget version of a PC, you know. Oh, but I have a PC. So right, I don't yeah. need so you it. don't even need an Xbox. Okay, okay here's the here's the deal with this out. Is it going to be cheaper to buy an Xbox One X or an Xbox Series S? Because you can probably find pre-owned or you can buy old, you know, 
X's for yeah, but you're gonna have eventually. Eventually, you're not get, yeah, the series the series S will be supported in the new gen, where the old Xbox will not be at a point. Eventually, in three years, and by then they will probably have upped the ante with the the series S anyway. Yeah, right. Yeah, they'll they'll probably, in model. that time frame, they'll be releasing new versions of the newest console, and therefore your One X is going to become obsolete. It's not going to be able to keep up at some point, and the Series S is going to continue to improve because they're going to keep funneling right. resources into it. I think if you own an Xbox One X or you're willing to buy, what is the price point of an Xbox One X right now? Three ninety nine for three or four fifty. But basically, if you're buying the top of the line half gen console, then I don't think the Series S is for you anyway. I think you're looking at the Series X. I mean, I honestly, I think you. It might be better to get the X if you're gonna if you care about if you're gonna buy the new console right now. You care about the best. Like you're probably not gonna, you know, if you if you want the S, you you probably already have a one. And you probably should just stick with that for now. And so I, I don't see a point in buying the Series S at launch. Okay. I was only considering getting the Series S because I don't have any physical Xbox One games. And so I was like, oh, it's all digital. That doesn't hurt me. Yeah. The reason I want a PS5 is because I want the one with the disk drive. And because I have a ton of PlayStation 4 games in physical format. Yeah. So that's more important to me. But with the Xbox, most of my games are digital anyway. So I was like, well, if I need a new generation of Xbox, I would want the digital one because I don't care about getting a disk drive. From what I understand, that's also one of the big things is that the Series S has no disk drive, but right. the Series X does. Right. But it's also better overall. Yeah, it's more powerful. They have some of the similar internal architecture, but it's like if you were to run... Like with the One X, right? You get a you get a new PC. You got that thirty eighty graphics card, and it's like mm-hmm. I can run any game I want at ultra. But it's like okay, I've got a ten eighty in my Series S. You know, it's like okay, I can run at like medium to high, but I can't run at ultra. That kind of thing. Uh, well, Matt, uh, there might be a way for people to get the uh better Xbox or any Xbox at a at a, a, a cheaper price over a longer period of time. Can you tell me about that? Yeah, so they're offering their uh, kind of pay-to-own, rent-to-own service again. I think it's called All Access or something like that. Uh, but for twenty four ninety nine a month, you get... Do you get either Xbox? Uh, no, I think it's... Uh, it's just the more S. expensive for the X. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't see the... Ex- I don't well, see a breakdown of which one's it's, more expensive. There's no upfront cost. The oh monthly no! Uh, price, so it's X the twenty four ninety nine. Yeah, twenty four ninety nine for twenty four months gets you the S for thirty four ninety nine. Okay, gets you there the it X. is. So it's ten dollar more to get the X, but both of those include Game Pass uh, in that price. So yeah, twenty four, and months. I think it's Game Pass Ultimate. So that's a fifteen dollar value off of that. So it's like ten bucks a month or twenty bucks a month if you look at it that way. And also EA Play is uh, being wrapped into that, too. That's right. So you get a bunch of EA stuff. That's that's a pretty good deal. Like, if you are looking to just get in the door and it's like you've got... You don't have to buy games because every 
thing they release now goes to Game Pass. Um, the all digital version again, just like you're just gonna shop the digital storefront. It's the cheapest option. I don't know. That's that's where I'd be looking. I think. Yeah, if, if Actually, I were to jump yeah, on. that seems like a great idea. If you're if you're looking to get the new Xbox on a budget price, if you're like, ah, the S seems like the cheaper option, I would go with this thing and just pay you know thirty five a month and get the X, the better version. Get Game Pass, you're set. Is there a way to pay it, uh, like off at some point, or do you yeah, just we, pay we, the thirty four ninety nine? Yeah, eventually yeah, yeah, it'll be the fifteen dollar a month price point for just the access to Game Pass. Yeah, like the um. Yeah, you are you are paying until you meet the the cost of the Xbox. Like, I don't think they're adding interest to it or at all. They're yeah, just... it sounds like it's like no interest, but so it's not like financing where oh well, if you pay it off before this time frame, I I I couldn't like, tell I couldn't tell you how how that kind of stuff works, but it sounds like basically you should expect to just pay that amount every yeah. month. I don't know if there's an early payment scheme. But yeah, that's I, that's the Xbox offering, and I think it's pretty good. Like, yeah, it, I've never I, I realize that I've never bought a non Nintendo console at launch. I, I was like going through it in my head. I was like, wait, did I? Get, and I didn't get the 360 until they made the Elite. I didn't get the PS2 or 3 until there was the slim model. Uh, PS4 I got like, like a year after release. So I realized I was like, I've never been one to get into the Xbox or PlayStation ecosystem in the launch year. Um, so like for me, I think the Series S is the most appealing. Uh, well, let's talk about the one that I find most appealing. Uh, they did a PlayStation uh, showcase, uh, which we will talk about what games uh, were announced there. But let's uh, start off by talking about the device that you'll be playing the games on. Uh, we finally got prices on the PlayStation 5. It is going to be uh, $500, for the disc version and uh, $400 for the all-digital version, um, which these are going to be the same hardware uh, and, and all the same power. Just one has a disc drive, the other doesn't. Um, it's a steep... That must be a really good disc drive. I for hundred dollar difference. Yeah, that that is is quite a difference. I will say that the digital one also looks better. I like. Yeah, that too. It's cleaner. Yeah, they have different, like slightly different cases because the the digital only version is a little bit slimmer and a little bit smaller. Yeah. So I think the reason the price point is so high is because they have to manufacture a lot more to keep including that disk drive. And and uh, my guess my guess is also that they were willing to take a bigger hit on the digital uh because, to get into that, yeah. Yeah, to try and get as low as possible. They wanted a cheaper they wanted to set the cheaper option as low as possible. I'm sure they probably would have preferred to be 450 500. Yeah, I bet yeah, that's where they planned to be and then saw the Microsoft pricing Yeah, and, were and they like, were okay. like we need to we need to get one of these as low as we can and that's where they found themselves. Honestly, um, are you, Bryce? You did get I I I got a pre order easy. I just rolled over to GameStop. No one was in the store. Just a dude freaking chilling, and I was like, "Hey, do you have PlayStation Five pre orders?" And he's like, "Yep. What do you want?" And I'm like, "I will like the the disc version." 
And he's like, okay, oh, wow. gotcha. And then, uh, uh, because I, I do want to be able to play my PS4 games. And I will say real quick. So Sony has, uh, well, PlayStation has said that 99% of PS4 games will be playable on the PS5. Uh, we don't know which what those 1% is. That They're probably saying, like, you'll probably be good. They're just not going to say, like, 100% everything's yeah. going to work. There's, yeah, what, thousands of games available yeah. at yeah, this point? Like, I bet there's some older games or games from defunct game developers. Like, I bet the um, all of the... Oh, God, who made The Last of Us? Not The Last of Us. The Walking Dead games. Telltale. Telltale, oh, yeah. yeah. Telltale. So, like, games from Telltale, Telltale aren't going to be updated, even though they were available on PS4. Like, the likelihood right. of those being available and updated is slim. Yeah. I bet that's what that 1% is accounting for. Yeah, but it's, uh, if you have, you should be able to stick in your PS4 discs and it's going to play at, like, I, I'm guessing, but it should, you would figure it's going to play at play, uh, PlayStation Pro settings. Like, I'm, I'm probably going to stick in Kingdom Hearts and see if it looks better. Oh my god, yeah. I so badly want a PlayStation 5, but I have no need for it at launch. There's no launch games that I'm like, mm, ooh, yeah. I need that right away. Like That's true about both consoles. Is like right. there's nothing pulling. We'll we'll uh talk about that in a second when I think is uh worthy. But uh we uh got uh Devil May Cry five uh special edition coming. Uh, Final Fantasy 16? 16. Uh, which looks like a Final Fantasy. Uh, it looks... It, it, it looks, looks more fantasy, though. It looks... Than they've been. Yeah, yeah, it seems more old, like, you know, uh, like most recent ones, they have cars and stuff. This one seems more, you know, old-timey. Yeah, I'm not super familiar with Final Fantasy, but I was like, maybe, oh, is this a 6 remake? <laughs> you maybe know? that's what they needed to do, right? Like, PlayStation or uh, Final Fantasy 13 was hit or miss depending on who you ask about and I feel like 15 was pretty similar it was like hit or miss I like I feel like I don't know I feel like there's maybe a burnout with Final Fantasy that maybe they need to go longer between well I think it's because they keep doing like ooh look at all these fancy things we can add look at our complicated mechanics look at how ridiculous we can make well, it like it's it's almost not fantasy so much as sci-fi, and maybe that's the problem. I mean, I'm I'm not a problem with that stuff. Like, I think their combat mechanics and stuff are still going to be there. Like, I think the guy was teleporting around. So that's kind of more recent, though, right? That's only been in fifteen, 15 yeah. and the remake and the seven remake, uh, and looks like this one. So I think they found a new core with that, uh, yeah, I- with that combat system. I think but, they're, you know, they're like taking the same system and adding something new each time to try and make it interesting. Yeah. Uh, we got a new Five Nights at Freddy's uh, game uh, coming called Security Breach. I have played like ten minutes of one Five Nights at Freddy's game, and it seemed meh. This one, this one, lo- this one looks interesting. It also, I got a feeling that it's maybe Terminator Two vibes. That the baddie from the previous games is now the goodie. In the this Five Nights at Freddy's. Yeah, because um, there was at the end of the trailer there was like a robotic voice going like I think they found us, and then the logo has like a bear looking super muscly, and so you know the, the Freddy is a like the the baddie. 
in the previous games. And I think the goodie is Freddy this time. You must not know a whole lot about Five Nights I don't. at Freddy's lore. I don't. Wait, is, the, is, is the bear Freddy? Is the bear? Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> as you're talking about it, I'm like, well, actually, like, That's all happened of before? the animatronics or most of the animatronics are, like, possessed by children who've been killed by, like, the main baddie of the, the game, right? And so, like, the kids aren't necessarily bad, the spirits that are controlling the animatronics are not necessarily bad. What's happening is a lot of the times you're playing a character who they think might have been their murderer and they're trying to kill you. So, yeah. like, the whole time you've been playing the bad guy, you just didn't know it. It's not ever framed that way. That's Spoilers. just, like, kind of... what. N- Five Nights at Freddy's has been out for, like, ten years I almost. I was like, gonna start it tomorrow. No, you weren't. Shut There's up, There's a ton Bryce. of merch available for it. If you it haven't every started time I go to now, Target. You're, you're, that's your fault, okay? I've played through most of these games and also obsessively watch every time MatPat releases a new theory about it because Five Nights at Freddy's holds a very special place in my heart. I have a big boxy right here. Right, just my big boy. Just love him so much. Anyway, so I almost just like threw him across the room, like, I love you, bye. <laughs> uh, uh, anyway, uh, New Five Nights at Freddy's. Uh, the a- argument that I was framing before, though, is that none of these games are on launch. None oh, of the games well, you've talked well, about so far. We will, we will get to them. Oh, oh, my goodness. Let me, one game at a time, Darren. Uh, Hogwarts Legacy is coming out, which uh, we've kind of had an idea about for some time but oh my god that is wrapped in controversy did everybody go hey is this an mmo oh man i hope it's an mmo oh it's not an mmo well i'll probably still play it no it's wrapped in controversy because jk rowling's a piece of shit (sighs) yeah nobody wants to continue to support her as long as she has ties to the harry potter (sighs) franchise which she does i mean yeah because she created it like well i I mean there's there's a case of like you can support Minecraft even though Notch sucks because he doesn't uh, like. He's, he's been disconnected from it though. They bought all yeah. of Minecraft. Yeah, he no like, longer financially benefits from it. He got his payout. He doesn't develop it. Also, Notch used to be cool. I don't know what happened to Notch. I mean, J.K. Rowling used to be cool. No, Every- like Notch. Notch made a whole one eighty. Like he used to be like. Oh, yeah, I never wanted to release a female version because, like, all of the people in my game were agender. Gender wasn't a thing. Like, it's beyond that, right? And maybe you could argue, like, oh, well, that argument was coming because maybe he was secretly always transphobic or whatever or against gays. But, like, still, he used to have a lot more unbiased views and now he's just a piece of shit. J.K. Rowling Hmm. also is only specifically against trans people which is shitty fuck you for that like she was trying to make strides for like the lg community right not so much the t but um yeah so that's that's a whole thing (sighs) harry potter's Uh, gonna always exist though is the thing yeah but support i don't know support at this point supporting it is supporting her and you know, I don't know like, if that's true. I mean, yes, it is financially. She sees money from it, but I don't know that being a fan of Harry Potter. No, you can you can be like, a fan. You can be a fan of Harry Potter and th- and be like, I'm a Slytherin, 
But when you when you put money down towards the Harry Potter product, that some of that money is going to go back to her. That's right, why but- we know how to pirate things here in 2020, kids. This is how we. Um, fix there, things. There was there was a case to be made that buying it used uh, gets no money back to her because you yeah, but there's the still the argument either, that it was initially yeah. purchased. Well, the, that purchase was made regardless of you. Like that that money has already been spent, but then you're giving money to someone else, and the money you spend isn't going to her. The whole used game market, though, is like you're yeah, also not supporting <laughs> the developers then. I yeah. mean that that's the problem with this game is that there's the back and forth of like fuck JK Rowling but also do we want you know do we want to support the devs um and stuff I'm not going to I it's a little too niche for us to like thread that needle uh so I'm going to move on to something that Darian's going to be very excited about uh but I'm going to walk Are over Are you going to talk about quick. the launch games? Where do you go? I don't think Did we there just are talk any. about how I'm still unimpressed by the launch games on both systems? I just looked them up and just like, yeah, list them off. All boom, of boom, the boom. ones that are coming out, oh my god, <gasps> the new God of War. Ah, but it's not a launch title. No, it's not a launch title. But they announced it. Is it only they on the PS5, it. or is it also going to be on PS4? I'm pretty sure it's PS5. Well, it's so far. I think out. it's on both. I bet it's on both. If it's out next year, they want to do it on, on both. both. It would be. Um, but, uh, so yeah, new God of War Ragnarok. All we got was a little teaser for. Uh, now speaking of games, uh, we will see at launch Spider uh, Marvel Spider Man Miles Morales on both. That yeah, that that looks dope. I mean, okay, here's the deal: things that are on last gen and new gen, yeah, are going to probably look better, play better, be, lo- load faster. On the PS5, one thousand percent. Any of these things that you're playing on PS5 are going to load a hell of a lot faster because of the SSD. But I don't need to spend five hundred dollars. That's not an argument that I care for, because there's a lot of games where I very much enjoy the little title cards that they put in the loading screens. Like I learned a lot about Skyrim because there's the the loading screens, right? Like. I don't care about load times. I like little tidbits. Also, sometimes sure. they'll put p- tutorial stuff in that. And sometimes I'll be like, oh, I'm learning about this mechanic and I can't finish it because it loaded too fast. Like, that's going to be eliminated entirely. So now how are they going to sure. do tutorials? Are they going to throw you in, like, old games? No, Which they're is going, fine. They're going to have to figure out how to do tutorials better because relying on load screens was a bad way to do it. And, no, relying and the on te- load screens was fine. <laughs> And the tenth time you've seen that that tip on, hey, did you know that you can you know grab these dudes with this button? You're like, yeah, cool. Can I play more? Like, no, no, no. That's when you become a content creator, so that you can talk to your audience in those load screens <laughs> that you don't need anymore. Everybody, like, everybody, be a content creator. Um, all the du- time, every game that you play, oh. just record it and edit it or stream it to Twitch. Like, it's fine. It's not exhausting at all. Uh, Call of Duty. It's so Bla- easy to be a content creator. <laughs> Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War, the remake of De- Demon Souls, uh, will be launched. And holy is that fuck, only on PS5? I I I do not know. I uh, maybe. I hate I, that. The, hold on, so far, I'm doing research on God of War Five still. Gen. No, I'm not. We're talking about Demon Souls. Are I you know, do- but I'm going oh. back because we, you didn't give me enough time to talk about that. About which one? Also, the coffee has kicked in in full force, and I'm sorry, guys. Uh, I don't see 
see anything about it, it being... If but, it games cross-gen, then you don't need to spend a console okay. price to play it. Therefore... Matt, Matt, are you saying that you don't need to upgrade your graphics card because you could play it on minimum specs? Yeah. No, because the game will Especially if you're going to spend $600 on a graphics card. You might not want to do that. The game looks better and plays better on the new console, and six hundred dollars is the price of the graphics card. So if you're yeah. gonna, so yeah, if you're a PC gamer, uh, sure, but you're gonna get the new experience. You're going to get the the new controller. The new controllers are gonna have new features. Um, there's, I mean, there's a case to be made, right? For, so if for you're this gonna stuff, buy the f- console, then yeah. Get I support, the game on the new platform. Yeah, I support the yes, I support the new consoles, and I support like new the new games or the games on the PS5 will will have support for the new technology, support for the new power, and then the other games will have the other stuff. It's like playing. Okay, it's like Breath of the Wild was available on the Wii U mm-hmm. and the Switch. It it ran like crap on the Wii U. It was technically there, but. You like if you were gonna play it well, you were playing that on the Switch, because yeah. I mean, if I wasn't getting a Switch though, I would have gotten it yeah. on Wii U. No, I don't. I don't think you need to upgrade. Like if you yeah. if you don't not in a financial position where you need to upgrade, don't. Like I'm not. I'm not saying that everybody needs to run out and grab this. In fact, it's probably gonna be a hard thing to do, which we run into in a second. But um, what's Darian got? Uh, unfortunately, it looks as though God of War Ragnarok won't be coming to PlayStation 4 or PC. Okay, there you go. At That's the, time the first of this writing. next-gen oh, game. That uh, I think there is some other stuff coming to PC, but um, also we are getting uh, Sackboy, a big, uh, a big adventure. Uh, so these games are on both uh, PS4 and PS5 is Miles Morales, Sackboy, a big adventure, and Horizon uh, Forbidden West. Um... But you, while these three games were designed to take advantage for PS5 and its unique features like the high-speed SSD and the DualSense controller, the PS4 people will also be able to play it. So you will have... They will support the new features. You will be getting a better experience on the new console. If you're just like, I want to play the game, right? you can do that. Um, Okay, so uh, also uh, with the launch, there will be... Uh, the DualSense wireless controller for uh, $70, as indicated. A Pulse 3D wireless headset with 3D audio support for 100 bucks. Their HD camera with dual 1080p uh, lenses, um, which, uh, that's $60. I will be curious if this is a sign of what they're going to be doing with the VR. Yeah, I think so, uh, right? Like, they're just yeah. setting that up for... Yeah. better motion tracking yeah which which uh i'll be curious to see what that looks like uh i do know it also will support background removable for streamers who stream off their ps5 uh also the um the so the playstation launch day games are astros astros playroom which will be pre-installed on the ps5 to show off the new features demon souls uh which looks dope af i i'm not a big souls person but that game looks cool uh, Destruction All-Stars, uh, Miles Morales, and a Sackboy Big Adventure. Now, who here got a PlayStation 5 pre-order? Nope. Nope. I did, and I'm excited for it. And I'm 
going i i pre-ordered the the ps5 and a controller and i'm probably going to for sure i want to check out astro's playroom to see all like all yeah the i think that's a good feet. idea having the pack in yeah i i I love that they kind of have that as a, like check out what's new with the PS5, like showing off what the controller can do and and what you're getting with the new new stuff. Um, and then Sackboy: A Big Adventure, which will be cool because I'll be able to play that co-op with the with the two controllers, and I'll probably check out Demon Souls. So in the showcase, they did not say when pre-orders would go up. Jeff Keighley tweeted out later that the pre-orders would go up the next day. And then shortly after that tweet, uh, retailers retailers let loose. Yeah, I think I think one retailer put theirs up, and then the floodgates just opened. Of like, they're doing it, we got to do it too. Yeah, and yeah, uh, so people hopefully got their pre-orders. But it sounds like people who got them from Amazon have been getting emails saying that like too much demand. Not, yeah, yeah, you might not get it, or it might be late, or not at all. Um, so we'll, we'll see how that, uh, goes. I think that's all the news we have. Uh, I'm trying to think if there was like something that didn't make the outline that we, uh, I'm forgetting, but I think that's all we have for you. Uh, but I have something just for our Patreon producers. Uh, did you know that you can go to patreon.com slash last geek and become a Patreon producer like Aaron C and dragons Lucas did who help support this show and help us talk about things like should you buy a PlayStation 5 at launch? Maybe, probably not if you have a PlayStation 4 and you're happy with that or if you want the new features, get a PlayStation 5. Yours- or if you're worried about how the fact that they may not make enough and you might not know when the next time they're going to let them out and that gives you existential dread because what if I can't get a PlayStation 5 <laughs> by the time God of War Ragnarok comes out? Oh. They'll have an addition for that. That's in. That's entirely possible. Well, they're going to release a special edition for that. I don't know. Who knows? That well, would make so much sense. I w- they have talked about the. It'd be cool if like the side panels were like yeah. the axe. Well, oh well, they have talked about the PlayStation Five being like more customizable, and I'm almost wondering if they'll you can buy new side panels. Hmm. I bet, or at least I... stickers for them. Well, I, oh yes, you can put you can put stickers on anything. Um, but I mean, so, like vinyl stickers that are designed to fit yeah. the PlayStation. Like, sure. I mean, there's come there's, on, Bryce. There's companies that are making that kind of thing <laughs> all the time. Um. Anyway, uh, thank you, Aaron C and Dragon Lucas for supporting us at Patreon.com/slashlastgeek. Uh, it really means a lot. It helps us uh, make cool content like this and other Last Geek productions, and we uh, very much appreciate your support. Uh, now. Matthew's time to tell us about Ready Set Game Chat. Yeah, have you guys enjoyed our newish segment, Ready Set Game Chat, where we all play the same game and then have a little bit of a roundtable kind of review discussion? I hope you have, because I've actually really enjoyed that. I think it's led to some some good stuff on the show. Um, uh, also, next... also, really quick, the those sections have been broken up and put up on YouTube. If you were just wanting to uh, see what we thought of was the first After one? party and the suicide of Rachel Foster are the two we've talked about so far. Yep. So if you go to youtube.com slash geek, you can just watch those clips. If you want, there's a video. Our next of it. game is Astrologaster. 
uh, and Bryce has it in the notes here for our November 1st show. I said, I think. Yeah. So we'll talk about that in early November. So play it if you want before then. And then that's when, you know, we'll have our spoiler, spoiler filled discussion. Matthew, where can people play it? Uh, it's on Game Pass on PC. I know that. Um, let's find out other than that. Uh, Microsoft Windows, Mac OS, and those are the platforms. That's great, Wikipedia. You got any more for me? iOS. It's also on iOS. Mm. So yeah, those are the three. It says Microsoft Windows, but it doesn't say Steam. App. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I feel like if a game is supported on like is somewhere on a available on a PC, that's what they just yeah, put. You can find it. Yeah. Google Astrologaster. It actually comes up. That's a good name. Did could could you spell it? Astro log as tur. Sure. Um uh, well, this brings us to the next section, which has a theme song. Oh. Do you want to be a part of this show? Please go to readysetgamecast.com forward slash submit to submit a question, comment, or your favorite PlayStation 5 launch title because there's like... 15 are there any you should be able to pick one yeah there's like six from sony and then a few non-sony like third-party dev games coming out it's a very unimpressive list so tell me your favorite from them (laughs) um for us to read on the show we apparently have one question sorry it's from bryce says, if they made a dating sim in Smash Bros, who would everyone want to date? Matt? There's a lot of options in Smash Bros. There's a lot of options. I just realized Cloud is in Smash Bros. I was going to abstain because I was like, well, Waluigi's not even in there. Why would I pick Mm. one? Oh, do trophies count? Jeez, that opens up everything. Like literally any (laughs) game property. I feel like like you got to stick with playables. Let's look at your amiibo shelf. Yeah. Like, which one of these amiibos do I want to kiss? Let's see. I got Rosalina up there. Ridley, his that seems tough. And Cloud, Rosalina, and Cloud. Really? I figured you would a Bayonetta. Yeah, he's a hmm sexy young lass. Bayonetta's a good one. I I play a lot of Samus, so I'm gonna go with Samus. Samus is hot. Yeah. She's also huge. Zero suit Samus or in the armor? The armor. (laughs) She's Um, six foot three. She could carry me around. I'm six foot two. I love that. She's so big. She-Ra is eight feet tall. I've been watching the She-Ra Princesses of Power show on Netflix. It's really good. It's really good. Y'all should watch it. I ugly cried last night. 
If we're going to talk about shows you should watch, you guys should check out Kipo and the Wonder Beast. Me and Aaron have been watching it. <gasps> it's so good. It's so good. The music is great. The story is great. It's got Avatar vibes to it a little bit. So does She-Ra. And, <laughs> and um, I've, it's it's our D&D party. Uh, Cook, Kipo is cookie. The, the pig is bear. Weird. Um, I'm wolf, and you two are... <laughs> The the dude and the bug whose names I'm blanking on. Which one's the dude and which one's the bug? I haven't figured <laughs> because I, I haven't figured this that out important. because I don't I don't know enough about Bella to you know tell you what but they're they're both kind of like consters, kind of like shady. At least that's wow. how they start off. Um so I was like, oh yeah, that's that's what their thing is. You got you um, you two in the in the live stream, you guys two bonded over being kind of shady folks. We're not shitty. Just the getting shady. shit done. Shady. Oh. The tree shade. It sounded like you said shitty. Yeah. I was like, uh, <laughs> excuse you. Um. Anyway, to answer answer the the question, my first instinct was Pac Man. Uh, <laughs> you know why? You I know get why. It. Have you guys heard the song from Starbomb? No. Oh my god. Uh, oh wait, that's not even about Pac-Man. That's about Kirby. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> I suppose that would. That, no, there's something about there's something about Kirby that seems like that would be wrong. It's um, because he like looks like a little cream puff. Like he's a small. Oh Jesus. He's a small and got a very like youthful face, so that seems weird. Mm. Uh, but uh, I think I it would be a we fit fit uh, trainer. We fit trainer is hot too. See, <laughs> yeah, just they've still got we fit trainer and Smash Bros. Of a person. <laughs> bring That's back one price shows. Bring back sports. <laughs> bring back. Uh, I mean, to be fair, we fit's not on Switch. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Bring it, cowards. Game and Watch is in Smash Brothers. <laughs> that doesn't mean they're going to put those in. They're bringing back Game and Watch in the form of Mario. Well, maybe they'll bring back Wii Sports in the form Thank of you. Mario. That of- You know what? That would be fine. Mario Sports. I'm here for I'm that. I'm going to go pee. <laughs> I'm did and I really need to. Oh, uh, but while we're waiting on him, I will do uh, other Last Geek stuff you should check out. And so uh, October 17th, uh, I, Bryce, will be doing my yearly 24-hour extra life stream, uh, raising money for the Children's Miracle Network hospitals in the uh, city that uh, Darian lives in Um, because kids need health care sometimes. And I'll probably do do like 8 a.m. to 8 a.m. 8 a.m. Saturday till 8 mm. 8 a.m. Sunday. Uh, okay. Uh, other other last geek stuff. Uh, Dungeons and Gamers is a cool podcast where myself, Darian, Matt, Teddy, uh, Beckers, and our video editor Aaron play Dungeons and Dragons. It is available on YouTube. Dot com slash last geek. It is available on podcast services everywhere, including Amazon has a uh, podcast. Uh, it's you can get podcasts in Amazon Music now, uh, so you can yell at your Alexa and say, "Alexa, 
play the podcast Dungeons and Gamers on Amazon Music. Um, so yeah, you can have Alexa do it, or you can listen to it on Spotify. It's it's available in lots of places. Uh, also, we have created a new YouTube channel just for Dungeons and Gamers. So if you're like, I don't want to hear about this Ready Set Game Cast, this Game Eight Corp, these Let's Plays. I just want Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, if you search for Dungeons and Gamers on YouTube, that is available to you. Uh, so go check that out. I also ask, then, why are you listening to this show? If your question is... <laughs> Maybe they stumbled upon it in an alley in a late night. They got this far in, and they were like, wait, I don't have to listen to this. I can listen to D- Dungeons and Dragons? Cool, I'm going to do that instead. And now they're going to the YouTube channel. Or, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know why, but I'm going to offer them the option. Um, okay, uh, well, this, I'm going to wrap it back around. Uh, so, yeah, uh, October 17th, make sure and check out uh, my Extra Life stream. It's going to be dope. Um, not many people will be there. That's why I need the support even more. Because, like, <laughs> normally people come over, but, you know, mm, it's, it's that time of year. I see. Uh and also Dungeons of Gamers. Everyone who is, I, I have been like, hey, can you listen to this? Has come back to me and said, I really enjoy it. So if you're like, I don't know if these guys are going to be good at Dungeons of Dragons, give it a shot. People say it's good. Uh, and you could too. Now we're coming back to housekeeping. Uh, Matt's, Matt's uh, done done in the bathroom. So we're going to yeah. wipe, it, wipe it down and make it all nice with some housekeeping. Go Shake to Lasky. <laughs> Go to lastgeek.com for links to the podcast on all your favorite podcast services, including iTunes, Spotify, and Stitcher, and apparently Amazon Music now, as well as the video version on youtube.com slash lastgeek. If you like the show, please subscribe, rate, and review it on iTunes and Stitcher. It helps us grow and become more powerful. It always makes me stretch and yawn and stuff. That's good. <gasps> Apparently, I'm not stretching enough in the morning. <laughs> you should you should do ring fit because then you'll do the starting stretch and then the the finish stretch. Matt, where can people find you? I am on the internet at Dilbert Pickled. That's my new jingle. I love it. Yeah, just wrote it myself. Very catchy. Darian. Yeah. Where can people find you? <laughs> I made my new stuff. Um, I'm at twitch.tv forward slash a witchy fairy. Um, and it's spelled weird, so let me spell it out oh, to you. Because that's just, that's just how I do it. Um, so it's like a witchy, like A-W-I-T-C-H-Y, right? That's standard. But it's also like the European version of fairy. So F-A-E-R-I-E. Hmm. Which is also the traditional way of spelling it. So it's like the real way of spelling it. We could go on an argument about that, but we're not going to. I went with that one. So it's a witchy fairy. And that's me on Twitch and Twitter. A twitchy fairy. Uh, no, because I'm a witch. <laughs> also on OnlyFans. Anyway. <laughs> At same handle. Yep. Follow me on OnlyFans. I'm not going to be doing full nudes. I'm just going to be doing tasteful lewds. <laughs> I'm excited. Uh, well, like eating with, nudes? Well, <laughs> I was going to say yes. with straw- like noodles. Pasta. Oh. Not like nude photos. You're just eating them. No. 
That was a that was a Game Corp game at one point where I believe it was from a live show, and I think there was talks of having to craft noodles into looking like sexy people. <laughs> Sounds amazing. I don't remember where that one went. That was at uh, SuperCon, I think. Uh, okay, you can follow me at Twitter at LastGeek. You can follow me on Instagram at LastGeekPlays. YouTube.com slash LastGeek. Uh, please subs- go to subscribe to uh, the Dungeons & Gamers on YouTube. We need 100 subscribers so that we can claim the URL. Uh, you don't have to watch it there. Just help us reach 100, and then you can unsubscribe. Um, and... Yeah, please, uh, please help support Dungeons of Gamers. I'm uh, hoping it can be a hot new thing, and your support means a lot to me. Uh, that's all I believe we have for you. Oh, lastgeek.com for all the places. Everything we make should be posted there, except for Let's Plays, but I probably should make a point to start doing that. Um, okay, that that is it. That's all we have for you. Uh, thank you, and we will see you again in two weeks. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.